I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. But let's start off with a Tottenham update and we're going to start off with some potential transfer news and we're going to talk about Pedro Neto once again as Nazar Kinsella says that Wolves want a club record fee of 60 million plus if they are going to sell Pedro Neto in the upcoming transfer window. Ange Postacoglu is a big admirer of Pedro Neto as Spurs boss set to consider adding another forward to his squad this summer. However, a Spurs move for Neto could depend on if they activate Werner's buy option or not. I hope it isn't dependent on that because if it is, then it just then it means that. Um, and this is exactly what I was worried about in the um, previous update we did. That is, if we do activate Werner's buy option, is that, are we going to consider that our main forward option addition in the summer, and we're going to ju- justify not spending big on a forward by the fact that we're signing Werner? That can't be the case. As much as I like Werner, even if he kills it from now to the end of the season, we still need another one um, in addition to him as well because we need players in, in the wing positions which are more kind of profile perfect for Ange Postecoglou. We know Pedro Neto. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. He's absolutely of that profile. I absolutely love Pedro Neto. I think he's an exceptional winger. 
obviously we're going to see him in the flesh on the weekend. We're going to see how much damage he's going to do. I'm sure he's going to cause us all sorts of problems. Um, but I really hope we don't, um, I hope I really hope we're not sitting here at the end of the season. Werner's had like a, a decent season, and we end up we end up purchasing him because he's cheaper rather than pushing the boat out and going for someone like Pedro Neto. Yeah, with the price that Timo Werner is going to cost, with the um, clause that we have in his uh, deal, like there is no reason why we can't spend big on another winger as well, right? It should not be either or. It should be both or just Neto. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't just be. It's ridiculous to say it's either or with the price that Werner is. I don't think it's a money thing. I think it's a numbers thing. Because if you sign Werner, then you've got Werner. You've also got Solomon still there. You've got, um, you know, Brian Hill is still on the books. You've got, obviously, Son, Richarlison, Kulisevsky, Brennan Johnson. All these players, like, something's going to have to give. You're going to have to get rid of a few. If you're adding Werner, like, you're going to have to get rid of a, a couple, probably, before you bring anyone else in. Yeah, well, that's that's just the reality, and that's what the case should be. And if the wingers aren't suited to Ange Postacoglu's system and Ange, and the profiles that he wants from a winger, then we're going to have to get rid of a few anyway. So why not bring in two and, and get rid of a few? Yeah, but who is it? Johnson's not going anywhere. Kulisevsky's not going anywhere. Well, Son's Hill not for going starters. Um, uh, Richarlison's not going anywhere. So if we, so that's already four. You sign Werner, that makes it five. Uh, you've got Solomon, who's you know who's only just come. So is he going to go anywhere? That's another one. That's already six there before Hill. Mm. So um, if so, that's where the issue comes. Look for me, that's why you have to be very careful before making the Werner deal permanent. But um, yeah, I can understand why there there's, uh, a, a, can be a few complications if Werner is brought on a permanent deal with bringing another one without someone else leaving. If that's the case, then I'm I'm completely against the Werner signing then because we just need someone with a with a higher, you know, someone that can fit the profile a lot better than Timo Werner. And yes, he's been all right since he's joined, but we need someone better in my opinion. I agree. Um, so that's the situation on Timo Werner. Um, apart from that, we've got a couple of quotes to bring you uh, quite a lot on Hyungmin Son. But before we get into that, we've got some quotes from Timo Werner on why he joined Tottenham and chose to join Tottenham. And he says, in the end, it happened very quickly. Two or three weeks earlier, Tottenham had already contacted me, but I never responded because I thought I could achieve something in Leipzig over the winter. The more the interest grew, the more often Tottenham contacted my agents. It became so interesting that in the end, I couldn't say, couldn't say no anymore. The fun has completely returned. I've changed a lot as a person and I'm much happier now after just five games you can tell the decision to move has paid off for me the season is still long and i want to build on my first performance just the fact that i'm playing in our stadium has already made me made the move worthwhile it's impressive and he also said in that interview is how much of an influence Ange postacoglu was on joining tottenham uh but timo was uh, ghosting us at first but um obviously we he actually hadn't he obviously returned to leipzig but things ha hadn't gone to plan totally. But last season was actually not a bad season for him. Like, totally. He got 16 goals, got a few assists, was scoring in, in the Champions League. So maybe when we registered our interest, he was kind of happy at Leipzig and didn't want to go anywhere. But obviously, as the, the, the season progressed, he wasn't getting any game time. Spurs needed another body in um, in the January window to you know supplement our attacking force with Son going on the Asia Cup. Maybe the stars kind of aligned a bit on, on that front. So... He might have ghosted us at first, but as, as he says there, he's very happy with the choice he's made. You can see that he's looking happy at the moment. You can see how he's interacting with his teammates. Um, in interviews, he seems very confident. He seems like a... I love what I'm listening to his interviews because he just seems like a very normal guy, like who's... Um, 
not he's not very uh, media trained in that way. Like he like says um, and does things which are maybe uh, the club want him to be a bit more monotone. But he's quite funny when you hear him speak in interviews and stuff. Um, so I'm happy with him at the moment. I think he's doing a good job, and, and clearly he want he's trying to do his best to get back into that Germany squad for the Euros, whether he makes it or not, uh, up in the air at the moment. I would say, but whether he signs permanently, that's a big big decision. And even though it's not a lot of money. Um, it's not the money that's the problem. It's just how many bodies do you want in the forward line? And it's about who we, who we keep and who we let go and all these different things. So I like Timo. I like his personality. I like um, that he's coming here to prove a point, but he's still got a lot to prove. Mm, yeah, I totally agree with that. But, you know, in terms of what you're saying with the numbers as well, just having a think about like Kulisevsky could be considered as maybe even a central player next season. Um, and that frees up another space in the wide areas, uh, which leaves a spot on the right hand side. On the left hand side, if Brian Hill goes, that does leave another option as well. So there are kind of moving parts to it. It's not like set in stone for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll finish off talking about this Young Min Son interview. I've picked out um, a number of quotes. We'll go by quote by quote. First one is him talking about Ange Postacoglu. And he says, first of all, there's a high sense of pride and confidence in the brand of football that our manager pursues. I learned tremendously from him about that passion for football and about things I learned from him as a human. I consider myself as a really lucky player because so many great managers taught me so many great things. I'm very thankful that I was able to meet another great manager, learn about his football and grow as a footballer and a person. But Ange is genuinely an amazing person. I have a very high respect for him because he wants to play his unique football in any situation and feel pride in that. Right now, our players have not perfect have not perfectly accommodated to his ideas. But when we do, I'm confident that will become a much better side. Um, and that is a really good thought, isn't it? To think like we're right now seven points off the top of the league, fourth in the table, mm-hmm. and we're not even like fully there yet. Yeah, and that that goes. To, that's what we've been saying all season, um, and this is what I've been saying anyway. Yes, there's been bumps in the road so far this season. There've been games where we've looked, uh, we've been battered by like the likes of uh, Brighton and you know Chelsea and whatever, and we've looked lacklustre in some games against like like likes of Wolves and um, you know a few weeks ago maybe Everton and stuff like that. But that's always going to happen at this stage. I'm just looking at how we're doing and where we are on the table and our performance level. And I'm amazed we're at this stage so quickly that we're already in a top four race. You know, I expected us to be kind of out of it by this stage, to be honest. I didn't expect us to be anywhere near a top four race going into the season. I thought it was going to be a big struggle and there was going to be a big learning curve this season. But the fact that we're on 47 points after 24 games, we're only seven points off the top, let alone in the top four, is astounding. And I think... That's absolutely right what Sonny's saying. Um, hopefully we can do something special this season. I, I think obviously, you know, getting close to that title is going to be beyond us, I would assume. But if we get into that top four or even top three, that would be an astounding first season for Ange. Yeah, absolutely. The next quote is of uh, Sonny reacting to being asked, um, how is it being one of the older members of the squad? And he says, it's quite sad now that you reminded me of this. Now I remember... Uh, the fact that I am aging right now before training, uh, but it is the reality. So far, I've had many experiences while being a professional footballer. I learned some fun things, good things, sad things, and many things. I grew up as a football player and as a person, so I hope that younger players feel comfortable. The players in our team are maintaining a really good atmosphere and I don't feel like there's anything in particular that I can help with in this aspect because the lads always put their best on the pitch. I always think about how to get the best out of these players' performances on the pitch. For for this reason, I always talk a lot with the players and sometimes have deep conversations. I think that 
I think this could be uh, why we have recently seen better synergy. For sure, there are assignments for me in the future to take better care of these players because these players are certainly playing for Tottenham with a sense of responsibility. I think it's my duty to have responsibility with these things and make a more cohesive team and spoken like a true captain there. Yeah, I mean, he might be... Uh, one of the older members of the team but we know he's young at heart Sonny he's still uh, like a little kid on the training ground you can see that obviously he's got that serious side to him and we can see since he's um, come uh, into that captaining role he's taken more of that leadership responsibility he's taken more of that uh, leadership role amongst the amongst the dressing room even though He's always been a player who gets on with everyone and is making jokes to everyone. But you can see him now uh, taking on that responsibility to make sure he's encouraging everyone, making sure that if anyone has a bad miss or has um, not having a great game, he's trying to get, get the best out of them. He's trying to lift their spirits. He's trying to not let them get too down. And that's just such an impressive thing with Son. So even though he doesn't like being reminded that he is 31 and maybe getting on a bit, he still takes great care of himself. He still looks, you know, in a really great condition, let's be honest. Obviously, maybe he's not as uh, as as intense or maybe as, um, what I would say, uh, lightning as he was, you know, back when he was, you know, in his young, tw uh, early 20s, mid-20s. Did you but not see him there. skin trippier alive? He's still there. He's still there. As I say, he can still has his moments where he can skin players and he's still got uh, that pace to run in behind and threaten the opposition. And he's still so clever with his movement. He's still one of the best finishers in the league. So even though he's uh, 31, I've, I still believe he's got many years uh, left ahead of him. And I think the players are all better for it, or the players around him. I think he's just such a positive influence in the dressing room. He just, it, everyone just has to be together when he's there. He's like, you know, when, um, it's like when you say when you have a, a family who aren't getting along and you like you give you give them like a puppy like everyone just can't help but like have love around that puppy it's like that's what like i feel like what son brings everyone can't help but just feel love when he's around absolutely um the lovable captain uh, that's mm -hmm. for sure that shows a lot of sides to himself not just uh being lovable but he's such got those leadership qualities um that we've been missing for quite a while here mm -hmm. at tottenham so it's great to see this is a funny quote, him uh, talking about Radu Dragushin, and he says, I was a bit scared of him at first because he's so big and we talked a few times and he's really kind and super talented. I'm, I'm an attacker and he's a defender, so I wish we can uh, talk more about how he could cause more problems to attackers on the pitch. Uh, so uh, Sonny was a bit scared of Dragushin when he uh, came to <laughs> meet him. I'm not surprised. <laughs> him. I think I'm scared of Dragushin. Look at him, he's an absolute <laughs> unit. You were, I think if he was walking on the street, you'd definitely cross the road. You don't want to bump into him, honestly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, look, I'm delighted he's one of us instead of one of the opposition. That's the main thing. And uh, last but not least, we're going to talk about Sonny talking about that fan reception when he came back after the Korea uh, at the Asia Cup with Korea, and he said, "I would love to. I would love to say a thank you. Uh, it's a huge honour to get a reception like that." toughest week of my life but you all made me very happy again lifted me up and I'll, and I'll never forget this moment and you saw those clips of him returning to Tottenham it wasn't the usual sunny the whole usually smiley happy sunny you could see something had happened out there in um, in the Asia Cup uh, but since he's come on since he uh, got that assist you're seeing that smiley character around the training ground again aren't you yeah he seems like he's back um, back to it now um, you saw around the um uh, what's it called the open training session he was having jokes with everyone a lot of banter a lot of um, happy selfies with the fans and everything he did seem back to his old self it was quite interesting reportedly the Spurs press refused to allow any questions about um, 
what happened in the Asia Cup, you know, after all the media leaks with Lee Kang in and all these different things. Uh, uh, that's how we got his uh, di uh, dislocated fingers. And I think that's a, that's a smart move. That's what Spurs did. Instead of, you know, feed into any of that stuff and cause more negativity and maybe even, you know, pull Son from the open training session because maybe reporters are going to be asking him about that or anything like that. They just refused to, to let anyone ask about it. They just posted positive content about him and they protected Sonny from what could have been... Um, Oh, even worse week for him with all that, those stories breaking. So that was really, really great. And um, the reception he got from the fans was, I thought, was fantastic. I, you saw even when he was warming up, you know, everyone was getting so excited to get him on the pitch. And then once, uh, obviously, he comes on and Romero's giving him the armband and there's a massive roar from the crowd and he's cheering up the crowd. He's, you know, we just equalised and he's trying to get everyone going. It was a special moment. And obviously, I'm sure, he, you know, he said it in, in that interview. It's something he'll never forget for the rest of his life. And, in those tough moments, I'm just glad that the Spurs fans gave him a reception to remember because it must have been a very tough week for him. And hopefully now he's back at Spurs, we can have a really positive end to the season and hopefully he can be central to it. Absolutely. Big up, Sonny. Great to have you back. And and that cheer when he came on was literally like a goal had been scored. That's how loud it was. Yeah. Um, it was unbelievable. But we're going to finish off talking about the injury news going into this weekend. Uh, as Ange says in the press conference, Pedro Porro picked up a strain at training. Probably could be a couple of weeks for him. Destiny Adoggi picked up a knock. Not too serious. The game next weekend, um, he should be back. Although we don't play next weekend, it's the weekend after. And Fraser Forster has a fracture in his foot which will leave him out for a couple of months so in terms of the Poro and Udogi news um, hopefully it's just one game they miss yeah obviously it may works in our favour probably that Chelsea game was, was delayed because of these injuries now obviously when Agent Poch yeah when you, when you look <laughs> at these um, fullback options we have now it's if from going from Poro and um, Udogi to Davis and Emerson's obviously a massive drop off. There's no two ways about it in terms of their quality on the ball, in terms of um, how effective that maybe. Well, Emerson's maybe not not massive drop off defensively compared to Poro, you can argue. But I think Davis and Udogi, you know, Pedro Neto is definitely going to be looking at think licking his lips a bit compared to maybe facing Udogi. He's going to be looking at Davis, thinking I can definitely get him, get, get him behind him. So that's a bit of a worry. Um, Obviously, there's a, there's a lot of fans saying, should we move Van de Ven to left back, put Dragushin in? Um, I think there's a good argument for it. But what I would say is, um, in the open training session yesterday, it was very clear that he was practicing with Emerson and Davis in the back line. So I do think that is going to be what's happening tomorrow. I don't, look, will it be a case where it makes such a difference to us that when all of a sudden going to struggle against Wolves. I mean, I'm sure it would have been a struggle even with Poro and Udogi because Wolves are a good team, but I still think we can win. I still think we can get a positive result and it's about whether they can step in and just do a job for a game and hopefully provide enough quality to facilitate the better attacking players on the ball. I'm sure they've got enough to do that. They've both stepped in in various periods and done well. Weirdly enough, they've both very rarely stepped in at left back and right back. They've both been stepping in at centre back. Centre -back so, yeah. in a weird way, do they actually have a lot of experience playing that role this season? Probably not, which is a weird thing to think about. But um, let's hope they can step in and be good enough. I'm sure they will be. It's only one game, and they've played left back and right back before. I'm at Emerson first day of the season wasn't that bad. He scored, didn't he? And that's, I think, probably the last time we saw him at right back. I can't remember. We've seen the left back. That's probably, was that the last time we saw the rabbit? Yeah, I do remember him like, you know, I think it was Rico Henry or, or someone else who kept getting in behind him and he was struggling a bit defensively that day. And they're going to have a this uh, tomorrow. So yeah. there's definitely an argument to say 
he's got to watch himself, but he's got to be what he's got to make sure that he's very good at keeping the ball. He's not giving it away. Look, I don't expect him to do what Poro does when it comes to getting into the final. Although he did score on the opening day, like getting into the final third and getting crosses in. Or that was a one in a million. Passes, that Emerson exactly. goal. <laughs> I don't see that often uh, that happening, but. Um, yeah, he just has to make sure he's doing those simple things that we know he can do and make sure that gets the ball, keeps it well and facilitates, you know, the better players in the forward line. And same with Davis. Yeah, and, you know, they both actually started, didn't they, at Molyneux, these two players? I think Emerson started left-back, yeah. Ben Davis started left-centre-back. So they were, like, on the, that left-hand side together. So at least they'll be on opposite sides of the pitch so they won't uh, <laughs> be on the same side of the pitch together. But, look, I think for, for a one-off game, it should be all right. If it was any prolonged amount of time, any period amount of time, if it was like two, three games, I would start to worry. But because it's just one game, I think we'll be all right, to be yeah. honest. But that is your Tottenham update. Uh, thank you for joining us for that. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.